Everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from truly beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today, we're going to talk about uh, Mardi Gras. Mardigris. Yes. It's a, it's, it's a fanciful feast. It's a yeah. joyous occasion for millions. Yeah, and uh, completely left out of it as children. Yeah, we did not get to participate that in that at all. Well, we talk about a bunch of things about right. about that, but yeah, I mean, uh, here we go. There's, there's right now, Frank, because we're okay. recording on Mardi Gras right now as we speak. Well, that's true. Someone is getting beads for showing boobs. That is happening uh, right now somewhere. And yeah. And we're sitting here. We're sitting here, not seeing, decidedly seeing zero boobs. No, no boobs. Uh, yeah, that doesn't really happen in Salt Lake. No, <laughs> we should start. Not really the scene. Salt Lake Mardi Gras. Mm. Just have like a like a one float parade. Show me your knees. <laughs> <laughs> just see what we can get out of it. Just just grab some beads and away we go. Oh, well, Dan. Yes. Uh, I have the story of uh, some nudity. Oh, good. Uh, wow. Some uh, little uh, statue by uh, Michelangelo. Ooh. Nude. A nude, Dan. Well, he and did, what was his subject? Christ. <gasps> Jesus with a ding dong? Jesus. <laughs> Naked Jesus. <laughs> I think that the official the official title of the piece was Jesus. Oh no, con ding dong. No, it wasn't. It was risen Christ. No, <laughs> that'd be good though. He's a ri- no risen Christ. What for real? Yes. For oh my He's god. He's a risen folks. Oh my god. He is. <laughs> and boy, <laughs> that guy was hung. But actually, actually huh? I, huh? and he was. Nothing? I he was. However, right. the statue's not. Uh, no, they didn't tend to uh, to to endow men well back in ancient sculpting times. Why not? This is like uh, why yeah, not? you'd like, think. I don't know. I mean, maybe there wasn't a premium put on big then. Maybe it was all about quality and not quantity back then. Well, all right. I mean, um, Michelangelo apparently not a size queen. That's all we know. Yeah. I mean, good on him, I guess. I don't know. Sure. But anyway. Um, yeah, this uh, long forgotten piece um, was uh, sort of rediscovered. Really? Uh, yeah. Um, in a, uh, what was it? A monastery? Uh, San Vincenzo Monastery. Wow. Uh, outside of Viterbo, which is outside of Rome. Okay. Uh, and uh, they it was always on display. But it was just considered a kind of a knockoff. They didn't what? think it, they didn't think it was for real, and so consequently, when the patrons of the monastery actually turned the facility over to the monks, uh, they took a lot of the uh, the works of art that were there, but they left it. Okay, because they didn't think it was anything of value. Right. Uh, then later on, uh, when Napoleon uh, set up. Um, camp uh-huh. right there. Sure, uh, didn't even, they didn't touch the statue <laughs> during World War II? The Germans uh, set up a camp 
uh, command post actually right next to the monastery. Also, they didn't take the statue. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, quite fascinating. Uh, it wasn't until 1997 that it was confirmed as a Michelangelo. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Peace. And basically this is the, the way that they confirmed it was just through papers, uh, letters that had been sent around and they kind of tracked down the story and there wasn't really a piece that made sense but there's a there's a second piece that that uh was made that was actually that is on display in rome that was known to be a michelangelo piece uh-huh. uh that's kind of round two version two oh, of this. he was okay. unhappy with this he found a a dark vein of uh in the marble oh uh in <laughs> in one of the ass cheeks a dark vein in the marble got yeah, it yeah one, one of the one of the yeah ass cheeks he didn't like the way that it was turning out he actually abandoned it most uh sounds like it was mostly done but it was incomplete okay and another artist finished up some of the work oh all right and uh but it can be credited to him well it's going to be on display in rome uh, not rome in london oh wow uh coming up here real soon actually and uh so if you happen to be in london uh march 15th through june 25th at the national gallery Oh, I love the uh, national. And uh yeah, it's a uh, it's quite wow. the quite the interesting story. You you just don't it's, uh you don't see a lot of uh, a, a lot of Jesus depicted nude. Well, at the uh, time, this was sort of they they could they could at this last moment claim uh sort of um kind of those those ancient values of celebrating the human form right, right? that was still... the council of trent had not yet happened it was about to happen but hadn't yet happened so right. and the uh so even the second version was nude uh um, okay because, yeah because there still was a reference for classical antiquity and the timeless beauty of the human body all right uh and uh but then later uh when the counter-reformation began a bronze cloth was added of course it was to cover uh the lord's groin the the ding dong <laughs> yeah so in the, in the church in rome where it's on display santa maria uh something or other sure um he's wearing a skirt and there's a whole bunch of those yeah well it's not it's like this little bit of cloth just blew across him <laughs> just like, and it's not even covering like there's some side nude okay you know, that's happening you can All right. you know his, his Still, still naked. It's just, well, just blowing through. Oh, it's 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 like a piece of 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 newspaper got caught on his wiener as he was walking. Yeah, basically. Through the yeah, and you know, with this statue, <laughs> actually, uh, some things are better left to the imagination. Well, um, but the the monks, uh, they they didn't like it really being in their chapel. So, uh, because they thought that was weird, yeah. uh, new, new, new Jesus in the, in the chapel. So they had, they actually found a place to put it off where it would be safe and sort of in a little side chapel. They didn't want it in the main chapel, but right. they, they compromised. I will but say now this. they love it. They I, love this thing. Of because course they do. The tourists are descending Flocking now, to see it. Yeah. To a town where people never would have gone before. Now I'm looking at it. I pulled it up and, uh, I, I'm going to say this. Uh, Jesus had good arms, yeah. uh, solid six pack. Oh yeah. Good solid, uh, barrel no, chest. Good. 
He's yeah. a he's a he's a he's powerful a man. Physique. Uh, which clearly he's compensating because that is one tiny little wiener. <laughs> he would have driven a big truck. Is that what you're <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy <laughs> drives an uh, a, one of the the H two Hummers. He's 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 got the big one. Well, I mean, he is like you know the creator of the universe and everything. So yeah. So so you're saying you should have big balls and not necessarily a big dick. Well, you know, like if if I were the creator of the universe, I wouldn't have stopped at my penis. Yeah. Well, that's, right. Sure. Do all this great work, <laughs> and then like, and the, but but you know what? You create everything in the universe. You're tired, and you don't want to show off. <laughs> well, like, yeah, right. He's not Trump. This is confidence. Yeah, this is exactly. He's just like he, He's like, right you know here. what? I can get away with anything. Yeah. Make it smaller. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm speaking of small dicks. You know Ken Ham. Uh, <laughs> well. I don't know anything about his dick or how small he is. Uh, anyway, uh, he's the guy that that, that did the, that created the Ark Encounter. Yes, uh, in Kentucky. Yes, uh, he and his strangely, he's the Australian guy who's invaded Kentucky with his Noah's Ark, his big Ark, giant Ark. Judging by the size of the is his boat. Mm, yeah, he's <laughs> anyway. definitely he's anyway. overcompensating. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. By the way, have you seen the new, this isn't my story, but have you seen the new uh, little diorama that they've created for the Ark Encounter? No. It's basically this sort of gladiator pit where humans and maybe giants uh, are battling (laughs) a dinosaur? No. (laughs) Never happened. It's That never happened. No, no. You're right. It didn't. But I love it. I adore like everything about this makes me happy. You know, it's, we should make a historical film. Right? <laughs> it's actually set like in Roman times, but there's dinosaurs. But there's dinos? Yeah. We sh- yeah, a, a film set in the time that never existed, but that they insist did. Right. Yeah. I like it. It'd uh, be amazing. Anywho, uh if you it, Faithful listeners will recall that the Ark uh, Encounter, which opened last year, but, you know, was in the works for many years before that, right. was afforded uh, a very large tax credit, yes, uh, tax uh, incentives, yes. as much as $18 million in tax oh incentives, um, because it was projected that it would bring in an inflow of... Uh, tourist dollars. Oh yeah, into Grant County, Kentucky. Oh, absolutely. So the county was willing to shell it to 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 take the hit up front for the f- for the positive, the veritable flood, if you will. Get it? Noah's Ark. It's a flood thing. <sighs> yeah, damn. Of uh, of of tourist dollars. Well, didn't quite work out that way. At least not for the first six months uh, of the thing. <gasps> no. Apparently, Grant County. Faces such a major budget shortfall uh, that they're teetering on the edge of bankruptcy, uh, and the ARC has not helped at all. Oh, my God. It has brought in nothing for them. Oh, my God. Uh, Grant County Judge Executive Steve Wood said, quote, It's been a great thing, but it's not brought us any money. (laughs) 
Oh, my God. He said, I was one of those believers that once once the ark was here, everything was going to come in. But uh-huh. it's not done it. It's not done it. I think the ark's done well, and I'm glad for them on that. But it's not done us good at all. Oh, no. So, so, now, so now Grant are, County is, like, possibly going to have to solve this problem uh, by laying off uh, a bunch of people and uh, and hiking the payroll tax up 2% and... All kinds of shitty shit stuff. Unbelievable. This is some uh, new kind of pork. Yeah. You know, pe- pork barrel politics with... Uh... Jeebus. <laughs> it's, it's it's that kind of pork that that you get to go and see a, uh, a depiction of giants fighting dinos. What a fucking waste of money. Oh, my God. I got to say, I really want to go to this thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same here. <laughs> But I don't. And know. I will. I will stay, and I will eat in Grant County somewhere. Yeah, as uh, well. No. no, no, you shouldn't. Actually, because fuck them. Because fuck them. Yeah, because maybe fuck their stupid. Because you know. because everybody else has to learn a lesson from them. Yeah. Okay, we'll go across the county line. Yeah, eat somewhere over yeah. there. So for all the I mean, curious like, atheists out there, don't stop and eat in that county. Half of the like half of the the tourists, as my as I understand it, that come to this goddamn thing, are like a bus full of people that come in, see the thing, and then out. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, it's not like they're getting a hotel that room. Makes sense in Shitsville, trips. Kentucky, right? They build a whole bunch of motel sixes. <laughs> in anticipation of this thing right yeah i don't know oh my god it makes well, me angry if you build it ken ham sometimes, will come sometimes they don't ah uh, there it was <laughs> there it was i was looking for the the port connection ken ham yeah oh uh, boom i was just working out um, like it. my brain was pork barrel <laughs> i was trying to make some religious thing no nope. it's, it's, ha- right. it's ham barrel politics. ham barrel all right. All right. That's really dumb. Um, well, okay. Brace yourself, Dan. Okay. I hate these stories, but I just can't avoid them. Um, you know, the it's the classic story of religious parents and the abuse that uh, their children have to endure mm. uh, when they don't believe in, like, medical intervention. Yeah. Uh, amongst all the other kinds of abuse that religious parents inflict on their kids, this is, well, of course, the worst. Uh, so a recent um, uh, court decision uh, up in, uh, well, I guess it would be in Calgary. It happened in Alberta. Yeah. Uh, the the story of um, a, a young kid named Alex Reditas. Uh, who was uh, neglected, starved, and denied his insulin that he needed to live um, by his parents. He was one of eight kids, um, and he weighed, and he was like 15 years old, I believe, when he died, when he was murdered, let's just be clear. Um, he, uh, He weighed less than 37 pounds. What? Uh, the first responders who, uh, when they arrived and they saw when he was, he was dead, um, they, th- he looked mummified to them. There basically yeah. was no uh, tissue underneath the skin between 
the how, skin and the bone. How is that even possible? Like it, this was a like, horrible, that's, long. That's years and years day. of neglect, oh. and and like just he'd actually been removed from the home at one point. They li- they had lived in British Columbia for um, I don't know how long, but at one point they were in British Columbia. Yeah, and he was actually removed from their home and placed into foster care, where he apparently thrived. His foster parents made sure that his insulin regimen was what it should be. Of course. He was being socialized and Because if, cared to be for. a foster parent, you have to at least, like, care for the child. Yeah. Like, you have to take yeah. upon you to do, to deal with the child's medical problems. Yep. Uh, apparently, there was a... Uh, when it all went back to court, like, a year later, um, to decide what was going to happen to Alex, um, there was a um, social worker... Um, in British Columbia uh, by the name of uh, Patricia McDonald who fought really hard to keep Alex out of his parents' home but ultimately the judge decided that the situation had changed and with the the knowledge of his situation in the schools and with the social workers and the medical aspects of everything um, that he'd be fine. And well, what did the family do? They picked up and moved to Alberta. Right. And the two provinces didn't talk to each other. Didn't talk to each other. Um, and, uh, and so they, then at that point he didn't go near a school or near any kind of medical care Mm. to keep him completely out of the system. Uh, well, they have been, uh, found guilty of first degree murder. Wow. And they're going to be spending the rest of their lives in jail. Thank God. Wow. You know, that's actually the, the, the new wrinkle to this story because we've heard stories like this uh-huh. before maybe not quite this horrific but you know people who should seek medical attention for their children their children out desperately need it they don't seek the medical attention for religious reasons their child dies yeah and then they go to court and get a slap on the wrist yeah that's that's the that's the standard thing that happens they go to court and they get you know Three months of suspended sentence jail time and then, you know, a year and a half of probation or something. Yeah, because what? Because it's religious? Yeah, because, because, so. because they were just they were just uh, obeying the tenets of, of their of their version of Jesus. Or well, whatever. and these folks really can't even fully claim that they're Romanian Pentecostal, which I guess they believe in like faith healings and whatnot, but they're not like full on. Never, ever, ever. The the, the no. elders at the church told them to call nine one one. Oh wow! To that. Jesus Christ! Um, like how? Do... And then they and then they after Alex died, they actually go to church and they mention and and they say that he, they tell everybody that he died, but that he'd been resurrected. What? Which I mean, okay. Fucking... Where is he? Oh, Jesus, these right. I mean, they're crazy people, and it's good that they're going to jail because apparently there are other children involved, and those yeah. children need to be in a different household. I can't even look at the picture of the poor kid. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! Well, um, I have so sad. I have no way of perking us up uh, currently. Oh no, Dan. Well, I mean, oh, no. mine's not as tragic as yours, but I mean, I was gonna. So my story is about a church in Spindale, North Carolina. Okay. The AP did a, a, a fantastic expose of this church. Okay. It's horrifying. Okay. So we're just going to, this is the horrifying segment of the show, ladies and gentlemen. Brace brace yourselves. It's not over, guys. We'll get there. Don't worry. Dig in. Uh, 
The the AP apparently they found uh, forty three former members of this church, okay, who talked, who all corroborated stories of, uh, uh, this is congregants of the World of Faith Fellowship, okay, who were regularly punched, smacked, choked, what? slammed to the floor, or thrown through walls oh. in a violent form of deliverance meant to purify. The sinners and beat out the devils. And so the minister was doing this or like the ministers were doing this. Okay. It gets worse. That's just the first. That's our opening gambit. <laughs> we're talking about preteens getting hit. No toddlers and no. crying babies being shaken and screamed at and sometimes smacked to banish the demons. Because a baby won't cry if it's not possessed. Is that the theory? Something along those lines. Like they little kids punched in the face and called Satanists. <laughs> no, this no, is a, no, no, Dan. They they had a practice called blasting, where they would basically scream at someone for as much as hours on end to rid them of their demons. Would like a drill sergeant become a minister? Like basically. Well, here's <laughs> the shocking part. What do you imagine the minister of this church to be? Well, uh, some horrendous uh awful bully of a man right you don't necessarily picture it's a woman and landers no <laughs> no no this no is, this that's is, the this nice is, woman who lives next door this is somebody this is some grandma that's who was running this nonsense yeah no yeah jane whaley <laughs> is her name <laughs> no and she is she looks like she hosts an NPR show. She does look like that. She looks what? like somebody's nice sort of blonde-haired grandma what? Uh, who apparently oversaw no. the horrific treatment. Like they had a K-12 through school where uh, children who were caught daydreaming or smiling uh, or other behaviors that leaders said proved that they were possessed by devils, the other children were encouraged to... To punch them. Well, I hope someone punched her in that one photo because she was smiling at it. Right? Somebody punched that lady. Oh, my God. Uh, there were no male, male members who were perceived as the worst uh, sinners were kept in a four-room, four, former storage facility called the Lower Building. Oh, boy. Cut off from their families for more, up to a year and never told when they were going to be released. What? This is like Scientology shit. This is worse. Well, yeah. This is worse than Scientology. <laughs> this is crazy. There were pe there were people, kids taken away from their parents, and placed, sent to live with ministers who would beat the shit out of them, for as much as a decade. No. That's kidnapping kids. This went on for that long. This was. How did this not get shut down like so quick? It was founded in 1979. No. And, uh, and yeah, it's just, it's been, what was the name of it? Uh, the World of Faith Fellowship. So, wow. which sounds, World of Faith sounds like a, a, an amusement park. Yeah. Welcome to World of Faith. No amusement park I want to go to. No. But... No. <laughs> uh, the, it's even worse. For their part, shockingly, the, uh, the leaders of the church, uh, deny all of these allegations. What? Uh, so now they're liars? From these 43. So 
over 43 people. <laughs> Violent bully abusers denying that they did and it. And they're liars. It, well, shocking, right? Can you even believe it? Boy, these good, people. Good thing there are no other examples of bullies in power denying that they're bullies and sort of accusing their accusers. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing yeah. That, that's not happening anywhere else Ooh. in the world. Yeah. No kidding. All right. Oh, Dan, okay. Let's, let's move on. Rescue us. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I, so, please dear, tell me that this next dear, one is so, is like heartbreaking. And dear listeners. Dear, dear, dear listeners. <laughs> um, the way that we make sure we don't have this, we don't really know each other's stories. Fully, no, right? no. We, we want to surprise each other. And <laughs> so, this one, sometimes we tell each other what it is right right and and we go oh yeah i saw that but yeah 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 yeah. you you have it you go for it right right and sometimes there's one where it's just like oh because we have to make sure that we don't do the same story right and it's like i know he has it or at least he saw the headline and i cannot believe dan that you did not (laughs) see this headline um (laughs) uh so there's an lds temple in atlanta georgia Uh okay that's the Mormons. And it's uh, on, uh, what's the street that it's on? Uh, Peach something. Barfield Road. <laughs> Barfield Road. <laughs> I just like the phrase. I like that it starts with barf. Well, anyway, Barfield. Yes. Right? Not a horrible name. No. Uh, well, there's uh, somebody new that's moved, a big entity that's moved on to Barfield Road that wants to rename it. In honor of themselves. Okay. Mercedes-Benz Drive. (laughs) (laughs) This has the downtown church so fucking irritated. Oh, bad. They are, so they are issuing statements. They are fighting this. There is no way that this street that we're on is going to be Mercedes-Benz Road. Right. Because... The Mercedes-Benz brand is known for prestige and luxury and class status and all that sort of thing. In the Atlanta, Georgia temple of the church, we do not do any of that. It is, it's not what the Atlanta temple is. It's not what the Atlanta temple teaches its members. What? <laughs> this is officially from the church. But here's the, the temple deal. doesn't teach its members anything. Well, I mean, kind of it does. It's an automated uh, it, you procession. To, yeah. That, that, little thing you watch a movie it's all it's all automated yeah uh nonetheless nonetheless the lds church spends gobs of money on these temples yeah making them downright lavish the celestial rooms are ridiculous yeah crystal chandeliers that must cost how much does a giant crystal chandelier cost it must be 20 bucks (laughs) easy no i could imagine 80 grand for a giant crystal chandelier i feel like the mormons got the bulk discount (laughs) but they just have a warehouse somewhere with i with 50 you know we make the joke a lot that like mormon temples kind of are a nice uh marriott hotel style yeah i'll bet marriott and and the mormon church like have the same crystal dealer they may they may. And they get some sort of discount or whatever. But, but yeah, but I mean, they're, they're spending the money. They spend, there is no expense spared on these facilities. It's all like, all of the construction of it is just the sturdiest 
I mean, they want these things to last forever, right? Right. This is not some 20-year standard or 80-year standard for construction. I mean, these things are fucking solid. Right. Um, and uh, so... You know, Mercedes-Benz so, yeah. is big in Atlanta. They're going to have trouble fighting this one. Their stadium, the, the Atlanta uh, stadium where the, uh, where the Falcons play, that's a Mercedes-Benz stadium. Well, and Mercedes-Benz has a long tradition of wherever their their sort of chief regional headquarters are. Right. They get the street named yeah. Mercedes-Benz Drive. Like there you that's go. what they do. And so it's I mean if like, I'm a car manufacturer that seems like a, a an e- a, a no-brainer like you yeah. want people thinking of your cars on the road. And Mercedes-Benz clearly has a lot of clout and a lot of money. Yeah. I bet the LDS church is willing to drop a lot of money to make sure that one of their temples doesn't wind up on Mercedes. <laughs> It'll be Benz interesting drive. to see how that plays out. Maybe Mercedes Benz drive becomes a different drive right before the temple. It's Mercedes Benz <laughs> drive on just the space in front of the temple remains. <laughs> yeah, it's Barfield road, Barfield road. Yeah, it's like Mercedes-Benz, Mercedes-Benz, Barfield, Mercedes-Benz, Mercedes-Benz. Oh, my God. Bar- I'm just going to keep saying Barfield for the rest of my life. <laughs> it's my favorite word. Yeah, they should be wanting that to change. Yeah. Mercedes-Benz is smart enough to change Barfield Road. Right. Yeah. They Well, well this was obviously an opportunity missed because it could have been Joseph Smith Boulevard if, they had been, if the church had been smart enough. Why don't they do that? You I would think. It, but yeah. see, here's the deal. Mercedes, the, the Mormon church puts the temples in places where a Mercedes-Benz corporate office would want to be. Yeah. Or where the, like, they don't put the new temples in shitty neighborhoods. They're always in the finest, most exclusive areas. Yeah. Well, or they try to find a place that's going to be high profile they put it up on a hill, but right. then, like, if it's in Utah and they put it up on a hill, it's who builds around it? Bunch of rich people. Yeah. Right? And so for them, what what I find so funny about this is it's just sort of the reality of what is of, – of, they've set this up for themselves, right? Yeah. Like, like <laughs> this is just an acknowledgement of the reality of what we're talking about here. And, yeah, they try to, like – present themselves as like this modest organization a lot of times right like the leaders don't drive around in like big fancy cars and i know my mission president i guarantee you some of them have mercedes though it's possible but i'll tell you this my mission president because i i i had two mission presidents right yeah um when the second one arrived um he took one look at the Renault station wagon that the previous mission, mission president had been driving uh-huh. and was like, and apparently the story goes that he called up the area president and was like, how do I, I drive a Lexus? How do I, how do I get something better than this? <laughs> right. And I totally believe it. Like this guy was like high, 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 like executive type. Sure. Right. And, uh, and the area president was like, well, we don't buy luxury cars right, for mission presidents. And uh, even though the economics of buying a lug- like a high-end vehicle makes a lot of sense for an organization that can, af- can afford it. Right. Right? Because they have fewer problems and they 
you know, you keep the maintenance going on and sure. they just run better. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, uh, yeah, the mission president was forced to drive, um, the nicest opal <laughs> that they, the money could buy. There you go. So opal being a GM product in Europe, everyone. Yeah. So there you go. Well, I just looked up Barfield road. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to tell you, I don't, I don't think Mercedes is going to be happy. No. Cause, cause there's, cause also on Barfield road is there, there's like an IBM, uh, thing in another engineering place. I, I think, I think that the church, if they're smart, will enlist other people on Barfield to be like, uh, no, we don't, we, we chose to be on Barfield road. Right. Exactly. Right. Who and knows? we should not be forced to change all of our letterhead. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that will cost us money. Is, yeah. is Mercedes going to pay for our letterhead changes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I found that story very funny. You didn't seem to find it as funny as I did. But <laughs> I think it's just, I think it's interesting. Whatever. I don't know if I find this funny, but I'll tell you this. Uh, there's been <clears throat> trouble in paradise. No. Family Christian stores... The largest Christian retailing retailers, brick and mortar retailers in the country. Yeah, um, they they have over two hundred and forty retail sites across thirty six states here in the, these United States. Okay, closing, <gasps> shutting down all the way. They're not. All of them? They're not paring back. They're not. Uh, they're not cutting down. Why? What happened? They uh, they they've they they filed bankruptcy a couple years ago. They were in too much debt and apparently didn't see this whole digital thing coming <laughs> because they their sales have been like shredded because of, you know, there's Amazon now. I can get I can get every kind of Jesus online if I want yeah, to. You can get anything you want on Amazon. Okay. Well, so uh, so they didn't they they, they I, apparently the Lord uh, loves them, but not enough to teach them how to be good at business so they uh they are literally closing everything down well, what um, they needed was a good swat analysis yes they didn't you know, do they didn't they do didn't, their swat they didn't well find what their threat was <laughs> <laughs> no they, wow. they 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 leveraged themselves uh improperly yeah uh chuck huh. bengochea i've never seen that name that's quite a fun name uh, said, um, we have prayerfully looked at all possible options, trusting God's plan for our organization, and the difficult decision to liquidate is our only recourse. Oh, no. Apparently, God's plan for your organization, fellas, was, fuck you. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's rough. They didn't know. They took, they took no steps toward uh, some kind of online business well i know apparently not uh i mean they were a brick and mortar organization that's fine they just didn't have any answer to the online stuff and wow. you, know, the, you know they had already taken on too much debt uh due to declining sales and then were hit by the uh the 08 recession oh and uh well, they nine years more uh yeah yeah wow. but but the last two have been under a, a bankruptcy and they oh they have basically their assets are about exactly what their debts are currently. So oh, they're just going to no. uh, let it all go. So get your get your uh, 
crucifixes and your and your DVD, <laughs> your shitty, awful movies while you can, because now is the moment. Yeah. Or maybe wait a little bit so that they're a cheap Bible. Yeah. Nice. Uh, nice. Their competitor, Lifeway Christian Stores, which is uh, their closest competitor with uh, over uh, 170 stores, uh, clearly going to be the beneficiaries of this. Good for them. There's yeah. one of those in here in Utah. Yeah. Not what, I don't know. Didn't you and I go to that at we one did, point? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> it was for a Halloween costume, if you <laughs> That's recall. Right. That's right. Wait, help me remember. What were we doing? I was a Jesus freak <laughs> for, for Halloween. That's right. We went there yeah. to find some. I needed a good ball cap. Some Jesus wear. Yeah. A ball cap and a good like Jesus t-shirt. Yeah. As I recall, we found some good stuff. Yeah. 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 Did, did, was that when we wrote prayers? In the in the the prayer thing, uh, I don't know about that. Or was that but I know I bought a bunch of candy there. to give away at whatever party That's I happened right. to be at. That's right. That had like scripture verses or <laughs> crosses on spiritual it or... thoughts. Some uh, some of that awful like taffy or whatever yeah. salt water taffy with it was a no, cross. Whatever it was, it was no. There were suckers. I gave out suckers. <laughs> I, I was kind of freaky looking in the mirror. I can tell you that. Yeah. Oh, like, what the fuck is that? Jesus. <laughs> well, anyway, everybody loves somebody who's obsessed with Jesus. That person's the best. Yeah. Anyway, uh, there you go. No more family Christian stores. No. Too bad. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, if you have anything that you'd like to write to us about, uh, about this or any other topic, please feel free to do so. Call right into us podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, do that. That's fun. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and, and click like. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group. Super secret. We'll let you in, though. We'll let you in, and then and then uh, nobody knows that you're in an atheist group, and you can say all the things that you want to say to your Facebook, your aunt Susan, but you know you can't because she's family. Yeah. Okay, Dan. Yeah. Pat Robertson. Patty it's, break. It's a patty break, ladies and oh, germs. Uh, thank Pat's God. Pat's back. And he's, and he's out with a vengeance. He's ready to go. I fucking love this guy. Uh, and it's not, it's not really the season for uh, the, the satanic hauntings and whatnot. That's usually no. reserved for the fall. Well, we had but, appar- uh, apparently there was something to do with a, a Trump thing. Oh, yeah. And so he manages to find a good tie-in. This is... So what was the Trump thing? I don't know that I know what that was. Here's what I'll do. As we're listening, I'm going to look up the thing, and then we'll have more for you. Okay, sounds good. After Pat goes crazy. All right, this viewer says, my father is in a satanic cult. My son and I recently became Christians after seeing the power that this cult had. The cult has put curses on my son, and, and I and the spirits have attempted to attack us. Can the spirits hurt us if we are both Christians? Oh, the Bible says a curse causeless cannot lie. And some, that may can't rest on you, some, some uh, demon power, they try to curse you, but in the name of Jesus, you, you, you take it back. And I may add, I, I read that a bunch of witches has got together to put a curse on Trump, and I, 
I think the Christians need to be praying for him to defend him, but at the same time send those curses back where they came from. So just resist it in the name of Jesus. I will not receive it. I will not receive it. And I command you, Satan, loose me. And I here's what you say. Use these words. I bind you, Satan, and the forces of evil. I bind you and the forces of evil. And watch what happens. In Jesus' name, I made it. Okay. That now, thing with the witches was Friday night at midnight. And yeah. I know that um, all the believers uh, that were on Facebook were... Um, canceling out those, um, you know, curses from yeah. the witches and just pleading the blood of Jesus. And well, th- I mean, there were probably millions, millions of Christians praying for him. Send them back where they came from. And, yeah. Send the curse back. Send it back. To those witches. Amen. Uh, right. Amen. Send it back. Amen. I like that. He play, he's, he's playing curse tennis. <laughs> he's like, he lob it back over. Now he just uh, get that ball into their court. Uh, no such address. <laughs> Return to sender. Return to sender. I'm afraid, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Apparently the witches thing, uh, the mass spell was, <laughs> was, spell? I mean, come was on. started as a, as a, on Facebook. Uh, a group was started, apparently gathered like 10,000 likes. Yeah. Uh, they coined the hashtag magic resistance. This should have been one of our stories. Should have been. We're dumb. How did we miss this? Because we're idiots. Well, I don't know. On, tell me about it. Uh, apparently there was a, 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 a document uh, that stated how the ritual uh, was to be carried out uh, called the title of this document, A Spell to Bind Donald Trump and All Those Who Abet Him. Oh, no. Uh, written this by is... a, quote, magic thinker. I think this is great. I think this keeps the crazies focused on the wrong things. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. They're... Instead of fighting against uh, Roe v. Wade, they can just pray, pray, pray for Donald Trump. Yeah. Keep they're, the demons away! We're going to have to keep uh, sending out the uh, the witches' curses. Yeah. So that these people... Because I, I, what I'd love is that all the morons are doing the things. Like, it's the morons on our mm-hmm. side of things. Oh, yeah. The morons on other sides of things. Like, all the idiots are doing their magic. And then the the idiots on the other side are worried about their... Our, the other side's magic, so they have to do magic against their magic. Yeah, yeah no, it's... It's, it's all very it's worrying. Amazing. It's all very... That's scary. Oh, thank God there are all those people out there to pray yeah. to uh, to dispel the witches. Return to sender. <laughs> the, the, here's what's interesting. The verbiage of the witches spell, remarkably like the verbiage of the uh, of, of, of Patty Boy. Uh, quote, I call upon you to you. I don't know who you is. The magical beings of the universe, the Whatever, yeah. Mother Gaia. It, does, it doesn't the, say. The, the demons. I call upon you to bind Donald J. Trump so that his malignant works may fail utterly, that he may do no harm to any human soul, nor any tree, animal, rock, storm, oh, sorry, stream, or sea. Oh, wow. Wow, they're really, I mean. So this is some, this is some Wicca. They're doing some some tree protecting. This is Wicca shit. You don't even know. These are like, pagans. Like they don't even want Trump out of office and then just going into the the woods with an axe. 
See, I thought, like, I just thought it was people just being like, ooh, we're witches. No, no. Ooh, this is, uh, and baiting. This is some but ritual this stuff. This is for real. Okay. Yeah. And the Christians oh, took it seriously, God. too. There's, I love it. They are worried they're about scared. it. <laughs> I just, like, uh, well, <sighs> that's a lot of dum-dums. There's many dum-dums in this story. Yeah. There's a lot of dum-dums. <laughs> I, I don't understand that mentality of like that there are these different forces that can be tapped into. Right. And we're tapped into the Jesus force. Yeah. Right. But but you would think that if you just believed in God, all the other stuff would be fake. But they don't believe that. No, because they it's believe in, all the other stuff is real. In the Bible, it's all over the fucking joint. Right. But I grew you know, we grew up Mormon. I don't know what your perception of this kind of stuff was, but I thought that all that shit was fake. Well, yeah, but like, they didn't have real power. The Mormon church had real power. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, we'll see if the Mormon church has real power. If Barf, if Barfield road <laughs> sticks around, Barf or not. road, Barf road. Anyway, I, yeah, I think, uh, I don't know what to say. I, I think it's amazing. And I want to start casting spells on people. Absolutely. I don't believe in it. But they might, and Boy, that'll just freak them the fuck out. Yeah. If they're all flummoxed because you just <laughs> cursed them. Right. That's that's power. That's that is power. That's amazing. If they believe it, they just granted you this power right. over them. And chances are, like, they'll trip and fall because people do that. <laughs> right. And maybe they're even well, a little they're a little flummoxed, and so they're like not paying the, you right. know, they're not in their best of wits. All you have to and do is they trip and fall, and then it's just like, gotcha. Get your hands out in front of you. Roll your eyes back in your head. No, no, no. You got to do like a finger thing. Like you do the your 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 pointer finger and your pinky. You give them the evil eye and you like do a, like a horns thing and you just go, I curse you in the name of Jebu. And then, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, maybe, <laughs> and then you spit on the ground and you do like, like, and then you pull down one eye, one lower eyelid and then you've, give, and then you've cursed them. This needs to happen. You just start doing weird I, shit at people, and then fucking people get all apparently get really freaked out about it. <laughs> but one on one, would they believe it, or do they like? Is there like power in this like sense of like demonic prayer versus their prayer? And do you have to dress and it's all strange and weird, and it's over there, so it gets scary? Yeah, or, I mean, if there's ten thousand like, of them, that's pretty. I, I can see how that is a thing. That well, it has to be. I mean. It's, it's, I mean, I mean, just, I mean, I read the secret, like that's terrifying. I just love, here's what I love. I mean, we've talked about the obvious non-efficacy of prayer before. Right. And the obvious non-efficacy of this magic, it's the same, it's the same obviousness. Right. They don't seem to notice. Like they are not getting Trump out. Trump is going to is still doing harm. They've had zero impact. Right. When the Christians were all praying that Obama would, you know, somehow accidentally coop himself up in Guantanamo or whatever they were praying for, they didn't seem to notice that it didn't do anything. (laughs) Like they wait until. The thing that they want to happen happens, and then hooray! Right. We did it! <laughs> um, are you really going to let me get away with claiming that I read The Secret? I'm fucking... 
Yeah. <laughs> I assume that you do. I assume that that is your actual like belief system. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> like I said it, and you just kept going. Anyway. You, you you let me with you, right? That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. You fine. you love the secret. That's your favorite. <laughs> oh me oh Oprah. Yeah. I love me some Oprah. You know, the secret is real. All of this other stuff is fake. But yeah, but the, the secret. The sec- I the manifested one. you wouldn't believe the things that I've manifested in my life. Oh yeah? I manifested a cake by buying a cake one time. Oh wow. Damn. I manifested like uh Acting gigs, yeah. By going out and auditioning for acting gigs and yeah. tra- and spending years and thousands of dollars training myself to be an actor, yeah. It's it's manifesting, yeah. You just put it out into the universe and then do all of the things that are necessary to make a thing happen, yeah. And then it happens sometimes, yeah. I really wanted tacos the other day. Did you get them? I bought some tacos. Boom! Secret! <laughs> That's the secret. We figured it out. We know what the secret is. Um, uh, some just, emails? We got several people uh, wrote into us. Many lovely people. Awesome. We don't have time for all of their emails. But here's a few of them. Christine wrote into us. Hey, Frank and Dan. It was great to hear an episode talking about the good memories from church. Ah. As a listener, yeah, last week, uh, we that's what we talked about. I, yeah. I we, we forced ourselves to remember that it wasn't all horrors. Because <laughs> it felt often like it was the worst thing ever. Always. Well, yeah. So. But not always. But it wasn't. There were, there were good things. Um, so... Anyway, uh, uh, as a listener of several atheist podcasts, it's easy to get dragged down by cynicism and snark. Plus, I think a lot of us probably carry some level of trauma from certain aspects of religion. Here, here. Yes, indeed. Uh, but your segment really made me stop and think about all the great memories I have from growing up in church. My childhood revolved around it. Uh, and you're right, Dan, that it's, uh, it's that comforting sense of community that I miss. I don't miss sitting through long sermons, but I do miss the potluck picnics and vacation Bible school activities. Really? Vacation Bible school is fun? I'm sure they had to make it fun. It had to be. Had to make yeah. it fun. Yeah. Uh, I miss sneaking in after the service after the service to steal the communion bread. Ours tasted like delicious sweet cornbread. Oh, you oh, guys wow. were lucky. Yeah. Uh, and drink the grape juice out of tiny little vials in the gleaming silver tray yeah. that were off limits to children. Juice never tasted so magical or forbidden. (laughs) I like that. Uh, While I'm so grateful to the online atheist community and the few non-believer friends that I have, I find myself wanting to go back to church sometimes. Hmm. I think what sets it apart from the secular community is that having a narrow set of shared beliefs forces everyone to act in a uniform manner, Hmm. just like a real family. Hmm. Going to a church potluck is like going home for a holiday at grandma's. You grumble about it until you get there, and then you're reminded of some of the better reasons you're stuck with these people for eternity. I haven't found another group that can match that same feeling or compel me to have a consistent sense of obligation and loyalty. Huh. I think that that's a really fascinating point. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're there with a bunch of people, and everybody's on the same fucking page. Right. About many things. Yeah. So there's a lot of comfort there. Yeah. There's a lot of ease. Yeah. You're not, there's not a lot of friction no one's in gonna like make your you, worldview. Nobody's and... going to make you uncomfortable right. by saying something that like really clashes with your worldview. Right. It's not Thanksgiving dinner. 
It's yeah. your church pot. Luck. Yeah, crazy Uncle Jim isn't going to come in and start talking about, you know, rah, 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 and stuff right. that's like horribly offensive to you. Right. Because even if what peop- everyone around you believes is horribly offensive, you believe it too. Yeah. So like we're all on the same level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a really important thing. Or, <laughs> or, but also like it's what also sets up a lot of the really judgy and awful parts mm-hmm. of uh organized yeah. religion. I mean this is the problem, right? Yeah. The, I mean it's and a double, mindedness. It's and a double edged sword. Yeah. You get that sense of like deep community. Yeah. But ninety percent of that is from excluding other people. Right. We are better than we are different than yeah. they are not us. Right. We've got a tribe. Mm-hmm. And as comforting as that feels, it's kind of shitty. Yeah. So, but but if you could get rid of all of that and just have this wonderful just show up and accept the people who were there yeah, for who they were, yeah. because that's, that's what family is. That's why your crazy Uncle Jim shows up to Thanksgiving. Right. right. It's why he's invited back every year. Yeah. And if you had that where this group, large group, this community that was loyal to each other yeah. and helped each other out, helped each other like in, you know, when the ox is in the mire. Yep. Right. They, they just help you out. Yeah. Uh, you we, know. you know, and, and I've actually got another, uh, another email along those lines. Uh, this is from our friend, Angie, who writes in, uh, dear Frank and Dan, in your previous podcast, you mentioned some of the things that you liked about having been Mormon, which seemed to center around the benefits of community. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things, which you didn't mention was service. I liked taking dinner to that sister who just had a baby or have a, or having a bunch of ward members show up to help load the moving truck. Mm -hmm. We had yard cleanup activities and we would babysit for each other. Mm -hmm. Even now, my next door neighbor sometimes shovels my driveway just because, and I've been out of church for going on decades. Hmm. Mormons are super, are the super most adorable best ever when it comes to this kind of support. Hmm. And that's true. That's like a big thing that Mormons do. She goes on to say, thankfully, no religious institution has a corner on service and last week I took dinner to my friend uh, to a friend in my secular oasis community who just had a baby. Then we all got together Monday night to roll burritos and deliver them to the homeless in Salt Lake. And tonight a group of us are going to visit a gr- a friend who just had surgery. No doctrine required to extend a helping hand it turns out and these things bind people together in friendship. You guys, she says, you guys were so close to giving a plug for Oasis and other secular communities, but you didn't. So I am. <laughs> Not everyone wants to get together in these ways. But for those who are missing that sort of community, uh, except with no strings attached, hmm. there are secular options right here and out there in many other communities all over the place. Yeah. And if not, start one. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, um, with the whole Mormon thing, uh, we we when I was a really little kid, we just moved to um, we did this quick stint in Colorado. Mm. Okay, um, and we just moved in, and it was either week two or week one or week two of us being in that ward. Uh-huh. And my dad in Elders Quorum heard that there was this family that was going to be moving out. Right, and could we get volunteers to help them load up their truck? Sure. And, and Mormons, as a good Mormon, you just jump on that. He's just like, you know what? It's a new ward. I believe in this stuff. It's going to be a great opportunity just to meet some people. Yeah. La, 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 da, 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 signs up. Shows up on Saturday morning. Helps, helps them out. Blah, 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 blah. Um, 
and then the beers come out. <laughs> what? He was one block off, and there was also a family on that block. <laughs> he had just showed and, up at some so random family, and place. he's just like, "Hey, I'm here to help." Ready and to just help? Like, sure, um, fine, uh, okay. And he's, and I mean, seriously, like, goes for a couple hours, moving boxes, carrying couches, yeah. loading the truck, and he, and he was in the moving industry when he was younger, so he like. He really knew what he was doing. He sure. Could, he could help them load that truck. Right. Yeah. And so they were just like, who is this guy? <laughs> just, <laughs> Superman shows up <laughs> randomly. Yeah, That's you believe that? Amazing. I kind of want to start doing that now. <laughs> just if I see a moving truck out in front of a place. Hey, ready to help. Here we go. <laughs> what are we doing next? Yeah. That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, we had one, one other person write in. Bill wrote in from Oregon. <clears throat> Uh, after being a hardcore Mormon for 50 years before leaving three years ago. Holy shit. 50 wow. years. I too miss the music. I sang in and, le and led choirs for years with my wife, the master pianist by my side. However, recently, uh, my 15 year old daughter was chosen to participate in a, in the prestigious local community choir. I sat through the first rehearsal and was quite triggered uh, when all of the music they sang was religious. Hmm. My daughter and I got into a heated discussion on the way home and she, as she, when she defended the appropriateness of the music selection. I was a bit surprised uh, by, the, by the visceral reaction I had. It was a dark moment. Like my daughter gently suggested, I guess I need to examine that reaction and get a handle on it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So there's that element yeah. too. Like, yeah, those tendrils run deep yeah and and music is an easy way to to trigger some big feelings yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah there's there, there's there, there's the darker side of this shit too yeah. i mean we we give plenty of uh a voice to the dark side of having been in religion i feel like mm. mm -hmm. but yeah it's there and yeah. and it feels yucky yeah it feels real i i remember for years after I left the church, going back to the church for, you know, some nephew being baptized or whatever. Sure. And they start to sing the song and I would just sing along just so because what there's nothing better to do. Might as well sing. Right. And then I'd start to choke up. And oh, I'd be wow. like, what is happening? Like, huh. I don't believe in this. I don't. I certainly didn't choke up while I was in the religion, but like I would start to get teary and i'd have to stop singing and it was just like what the fuck that was the spirit dan that was not that the, was spirit. the spirit working on you and then i said i bind Call, the call, spirit calling you back dan. it was it was trying to it was trying to tell me that was that lump in my throat was jeebus yeah. why he was hanging out in your throat i don't know he but... likes a good deep throat well he's got that little wiener but <laughs> He'll stick it as far in as he can. <laughs> oh, my God. Good, good, good. We brought it back around to that. Thank God. We did it. That's the goal. <laughs> oh, Do we have some uh, some patrons to thank? We do. We have new donors. Uh, thank you so much, guys. Um, we have Catherine, uh, Dylan, Kent, and Casey are now all faithful listeners. Oh. And uh, Meg is a... Uh, Venerable. Okay. <laughs> Got to check our, our, our status. Venerable. No. Beatified. She, oh, she's 
beatified. Well, uh, and James continues to be our Lord and Savior. Well, thank you guys. We we appreciate the support so uh, it's, much. It's amazing. In the name of the Father, in the penis of the Son, and in the anus of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, Franklin. Yes, Dan. Here we are. It is Mardi Gras. Fat Tuesday. What <laughs> a very sunny day just turned into a very snowy afternoon. Look it, at that, it Dan. Just, it, wow, darkness befell the moment. Look at that. Yeah. And it is snowing. Holy shit. Wow. Well, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Apparently, you have to retract your statement from the beginning of the show. Apparently, I do. Or... Either the, well, I mean, it's pretty fluffy snow. It's it, you it's, know, it's still beautiful. It's still beautiful. Yeah, it's sure. just uh, now it's snowy, and Mardi Gras sound, it seems a lot less fun all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. But not in other parts of the world. Not in Brazil. Oh, where it's summer. Where it's summer and yeah. beautiful, and people are taking off as much clothing as they can possibly get away with. Yes, yes. To please. do samba school, yeah, like party things. Just all sorts of uh, fun yeah. parades down every street. Collecting beads. Big. Do they do that? Or is that just strictly New Orleans? I don't know. The whole beads thing. I don't know. But Carnival is a is a big deal. Yeah. Uh, and here's what you and I were, were sort of talking about earlier. Was this thing... Here's you, We grew up Mormon, as our listeners know. Mm-hmm. And there's this... Mardi Gras represents this amazing thing where it's like Lent is coming up. Lent is tomorrow. Ash Wednesday is tomorrow. And shit, like you're supposed to be good for uh, a month. Yeah. Like there's this longer than that. Whatever. Like 60 days or something? Who the it's fuck? something off 40 days. It's 40 days. Yeah. Something, something awful. And 40 nights in the <laughs> desert. Uh, Depriving but, yourself. But leading up to that. There's this thing that happens all over the world where it's just fucking everybody loses their shit. Mm -hmm. They eat, drink, and be horny Mm -hmm. everywhere all over the world. Oh, yeah. And And the church, meaning the Catholic church in this case, looks directly at it and says nothing. Probably throws a, a bead or two. Some priest. Oh, yeah. You know that Father So-and-so is cashing in on some titties. He doesn't want to see titties. Well, yeah. Well, okay. Then he's watching not, the other. It's not titties that he's, there's, he's after. There's different, you know, there's Father So-and-so and then there's Father So-and-so. No, that's true. It's fair. Uh, there are some straight ones. All I'm saying is uh, they're not condemning this. They're not mm-hmm. looking at the debauchery. That happens right before everybody, like you know, crosses themselves and right. says, "I'm not going to. I'm I'm giving up blank for whatever time." Chocolate, right? Or oh, it's just so awful to go forty days with no chocolate. Dan. Oh, who what could would you do, do Dan? I I probably have gone forty days with no chocolate. <laughs> not a big chocoholic myself. What? That's probably not true. But anyway, uh, what is what is sad and. What a, what a life of no pleasures. What a cacao-free life it is. <laughs> um, I, but you and I grew up in a tradition that had no... Nothing of that. Valve to l- blow off some steam. 
Like, no. the steam is meant to stay in. Yeah, anything you could find that would possibly <laughs> release any steam. Uh, you were made uh, to feel very bad. Yes. For yeah. having released any steam. It's just kind of amazing so to me. So to speak. Like, I look at these other religions, and it makes almost no sense to me. Yeah. Because growing up Mormon, it's an all or nothing yeah. deal. I don't know how you get a day off. Right? How does that work? Or a fucking week off. Like, most carnival, you know, they have Fat Thursday in in Italy. That's yeah. when it starts, is yeah, Fat yeah. Thursday through Fat uh, Tuesday, because uh-huh. you got to get your groove on. Well, it takes a while sometimes. Yeah. You got to work up to it. You got to build it. <laughs> to find your little, your little corner that's going to work for you. It's... Well, and to get it all in. You got to get it all in. Yeah. You've been having a rough... This, uh, boy, it's rough the rest of the year. Yeah, it really is. Um, know, but, like, you know, you got to get your indulgences. It, now, is it truly, like, all's forgiven? I, I don't is that think, a thing, Dan? I don't think that's what it is. But I it's think, easy enough I think to go. It, and... It's like, yeah, I mean, it's like you do it, you go, you you, you say your Hail Marys, and, you're, you know, it's going to be Lent anyway. Right. You might as well spend some time repenting. The Lent repent. I don't know. I you know. I I frankly don't know how it works. Um, what and I that's do know not so much the point, really. Yeah, it just seems like uh, what you what's important about it is that they they have Are, a party, right? But so, but Dan, okay. I guess what's what's on my mind is what happened, like. So they have this release valve, whatever. Yeah. But then you have Mormons <laughs> who don't have the release valve. What what happens? I mean, what's the what's the result? Is there something specific? Well, okay. That so happen, that 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 doesn't happen, or that does happen in Mormonism because they don't do this kind of thing. Well, one of the thoughts that I have about that is that I mean, it's an observation that I think you and I have made in among our acquaintances, but also I think it's a a generally accepted sort of thing that when Mormons leave the LDS church, they don't go find another church by and large. There are those. There are those, but for the most part, it's just once you find any release for that pressure valve, for that pressure, you just release it and then you're fucking done. I don't need that shit anymore. Right. Like, I felt all of the pressure I ever needed to feel. Right. Like, so now I'm, I, what you're saying is, uh, it's the whole Mormonism creates atheists. Yeah. I mean, I think about my childhood and I think about being, a, you know, a, an an early teenager uh-huh. and then, a, and, and, you know, all of my teen years where clearly my biology was arguing Quite loudly against my religion. Like, right. I'm there feeling horny as shit. I've yeah. got, you know, I, and then anytime I do anything that comes close to relieving that, including just masturbation, like just harmless masturbation. Yeah. I feel like the worst person in the world. Yeah. And there's no remedy for it except you did something bad right. and admit that you did something bad and then never do it again ever and of course i'm gonna do it again yeah i'm a teenage boy i am going to masturbate that's how i good, got good at playing uh, hymns on the piano 
As a masturb as no, a masturbation I, abatement? So, no, 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 no. Every time I masturbated, I went and played a hymn on the piano. <laughs> <laughs> Was that like your penance? Or yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> so by the time I went on my mission. <laughs> And I was in all these like branches in Italy that never had a ward organist. <laughs> <laughs> I could jump in and play any of the hymns in the book. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> this is what it does to you, uh, people. Like, it's literally, I you know I know I know some Catholics who, you know they're 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 Easter Christmas Catholics. They're not going mm -hmm. to mass every mm -hmm. every week. Yeah, and they. You know, they heard you don't masturbate as a child. Right. But the, what they heard was, yeah, you maybe probably shouldn't masturbate, but it, <laughs> but you're gonna, so whatever. Like, it wasn't... Right. We we can handle this. Yeah. This is not... Yeah. This is not the end of the world, the people. End, right, don't exactly. Don't do it, but if you do, like... Right. Don't do it in air quotes. Right. Don't no, do it. I think people are saying don't do it. They're not, there's no, I don't think there's a wink and a nod. It's just, and I'm sure that young Catholic kids feel bad about masturbating. The oh, ones God. who are entrenched in it. Of yeah. course they do. Yeah. You know, but, and then they go and they have sex and they feel a little bad about that. But I don't know, man. I was made to feel like that was the end of the goddamned world. <laughs> right. I touch a boob and then it's just like, ah, I literally had crises. Because I touched a boob. <laughs> and then I'd go and do it again because fucking it's... It's a I'm boob. programmed to do that. That's yeah. how I was made. Dan's hands touch all boobs. They do. It's... So, I, you know, and when you're a star, they let you do it. They just <laughs> let you... You can... God, how did that happen? No, I... I, I only with consent, usually. I'm just kidding. No, only with consent did I ever touch boobs, but like I would do it. Oh yeah. And then it's just God. That's what I wanted to then then it's all I wanted to do. I mean, right. you you're know, just I'm trying to plot your next boob touch. Right. It's just like who like, okay. who else has boobs? Look, half of us have boobs. Come here. Any of you. I can surely I can fool one of these into yeah. one of these girls in a anyway. Also Trick, not trick. That's the word I was. It's for. it feels like it's. Here's the other thing: is that we were raised of a generation where, like, all of the all of the movies and everything that we that when we were coming up and before yeah. us, yeah, like the way that hooking up was depicted was that the man had to somehow trick the woman. The right. women women didn't want to have sex. Only right. men wanted to have sex. Right, and somehow the man had to con the woman into it either by getting her drunk, which Holy fuck! That's how they were training us, was to, like, get her drunk, and then you get to have sex with her. Yeah. That's not okay! And then, you know, and or, or like, you know, somehow you gotta, like, put a pressure, undue pressure on her yeah. until, she, until she acquiesces or whatever. Turns out, actually, uh, girls like sex. And, like, it... No, they don't. Shocking, I know. I know. You went gay <laughs> just so that you could have sex, because you thought the girls didn't like it. But. Yeah, I... I went gay whatever damn. you chose gayness when when you chose to be a queer yeah, yeah. you uh, wanted to have sex with people who wanted to have sex right exactly yeah. no it turns out they like it those girls huh yeah oh, all right 
Anyway, I well, just. But yeah, I guess so, that's on me. Yeah, right. Too late now. <laughs> it's a, that's a that's a, an irreversible choice that you made. Um. Apparently, according to the science. Anyway, uh, I just feel like what's amazing. So so, yeah. Getting back to this whole like, even the Amish have Rumspringer. Like mm. they get the need to like. Get out, see something. Try some bad shit. Right. Temp- to know that you want... Just understand what that is. Yeah. Uh, I think that room spring is a bad idea. Like, yeah. Like, you don't, you don't go repression, repression, repression. Everything's on the table. Repression, repression, repression. Right. Like, that's and, not how you do this. And by everything on the table, the problem is, like, math. Right, exactly. These kids get into some serious shit. Yeah, and they probably come back with all kinds of venereal disease, because it's not like they've been well-trained to go out and do stuff. It's just like, okay, Ezekiel, we don't want you to do anything bad, but off you go into the world. They really should have, like, a handbook. Yeah, they should. There should be classes leading yeah. up to Rome Springer, which right. is it's which like, is just okay, like now listen. Yeah, just because you can do everything <laughs> doesn't mean you have to try everything. Right, and here and and there are ways to try things in moderation mm. and safely. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, or you can just start injecting things into your body and see what happens. Well, you usually don't start with the injecting. That's It leads up to that. It it gets there eventually. Yeah, you'll get there. Don't <laughs> worry. I don't know, man. It's just, I feel like if, I I feel like Mormonism, I don't know. It's, 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 so, it's just weird to me. It is such a foreign concept to me for there to be any kind of permission within a religion. I remember being a Mormon and thinking all these other religions must be fake because they clearly don't really believe what they say hmm. because they allow there's allowance for they're not things. as strict. Right. That's what you were thinking. Right. right. Or or like they, they say they're strict, but then when something happens, but but then clearly there's 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 space for more than there is space for within Mormonism. It It made it all seem very fake to me because Mormons like. It's on lock. Yeah. It is locked the fuck down. <laughs> when they say we don't believe in doing that, yeah. even no, if it's drinking yeah. coffee, you fucking don't drink your fucking coffee. Like, that's off the goddamn table. Well, yeah, because, and it's, and they have their little control. We've talked about the control mechanisms before. Yeah. But those things exclude you from the full benefits of of mormonism meaning you can't get into the temple right you can't yeah you know well and and the the social pressures are extreme yeah. and you're a terrible person yeah you and have it's, a sip of coffee yeah and you're just or, or or but i do love there's a certain kind of mormon who for some reason if it's frozen and in the form of ice cream they somehow look the other way <laughs> yeah sure sure was my mom really she would eat the ice cream the, the the coffee flavored ice cream whoa i don't blame her coffee flavored ice cream is amazing <laughs> that's just what you do and it was always like you mom you know that there's actually coffee in there see in my mom the big transgression in our household uh-huh. was her stash her constant stash of dr pepper and, Which you were a no caffeine family. Not really. 
Okay. I don't know why this was a big thing. It was more that it was soda, and I don't think that my parents wanted us to have a lot of soda. Okay. <laughs> so, like, that was, soda was a treat. But, like, somehow there was, like, this... I don't know. But this doesn't... This feels less Mormon and more... Well, just... it does in intellectually, but as a young kid, it all got mushed together. Everything was Mormon. So, somehow, right. I knew that... That Dr. Pepper was probably kind of bad. Well, and you'd probably, I mean, there was that ongoing, you know, conversation in Mormonism for the longest time. It may still be even be going on about whether to drink Coke right. or not. Because caffeine, because... Is it caffeine? Is that <clears throat> what the word of wisdom is really talking about right. when it prohibits coffee There and has tea? never been a caffeine prohibition. Right. Explicitly. Right. But, but there's this coffee and this... tea thing. Right. And why would that be? Well, it's probably because it's not because it's hot. Right. Because we drink hot chocolate. Right. And we would never give that up ever. <laughs> Don't try to take my hot chocolate away from me. Well, how weird would they be if it was <laughs> they just don't drink hot beverages? Well, that's what it says in the original. I know that's what it says. But how weird are you <laughs> if you can't make any like if there's no reason <sighs> except that you don't drink hot beverages, but you're willing to eat soup? Yeah. You know, like... Right. Exactly. At what point does does those things cross over? It doesn't over? make any sense. Yeah. It's... Well, none of it does. None <laughs> of it does. <laughs> anyway. We have... we, we uh, The wheels may have come off on this conversation. Well, slightly. it's Mardi Gras. The wheels Woo! are supposed to come off. Show me your boobs. Show me your boobs, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if is you, it now just send nudes? Say, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, now it's like I'm going to start texting a picture of beads to everybody. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to show us your boobs, you can do so by sending a pic to podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Frank will not appreciate that, decidedly. Uh. Or if you have that, uh, if that's what you're thinking, maybe just send us a voicemail instead. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Go to the Facebook page. Uh, Don't send nudes there. Uh, Get kicked off, Facebook. Right. Uh, Facebook.com slash TGIA Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. And we'll let you in. Yeah. It's a, it's a closed group and it's great. Ah, well, we have. Uh, I'd like to thank some folks. Yes. Uh, Mackenzie, who does our such a fine job of keeping that Facebook page uh, interesting and fun. Thank you so much. And thanks to uh, the moderators on the Members Only Lounge, Amy, Dan, Danny, and uh, and Sarah, for all of their hard work. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music, as well as Gordon Johnston yep. for the use of his music. And thank you, kindest of listeners, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate it when you do. Bye! Dick jokes. <laughs> yeah, that'll save us. It's the dick joke episode. <laughs> <clears throat> that, that'll save us. <laughs>